when he brings you breakfast in bed, if he makes a mistake, do you paddle him? No. Because that happens to me. Oh. Uh, and um, when- like, like, like my eggs are too runny, get on all fours? That could happen. So let's get to it. The conversations you are about to hear are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually like very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> and you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guest today is a 52-year-old man. He's been married now to his third wife for three and a half years. They've been together for five years. He's in public service. And then at home, he's like in full service. You're a cuckold, yeah? Yeah, that's true. My wife and I exist in a 24-7 TPE. She is 100% in charge. Um, Her uh, Twitter handle is uh, at Tatiana FLR, which stands for female-led relationship. She is in charge. Now, when you say that she's in charge, what are we talking about? She's in charge. She's smarter than me. She's more capable than me. She's prettier than me. She makes more money than I do. She runs the show. I do as I'm told. Okay. And then like, what are you told to do? Well, it depends. It can be- Housework? Sure. Uh, I have a list of cucky chores that we have to do. Uh, Every Wednesday afternoon, you can find me at home cleaning the bathroom. She'll text me on a Saturday or Sunday morning. This is what I want for breakfast. And I will bring it to her in bed. If she wants something and I am available and I can provide it for her, I provide it for her. A lot of men do this for their wives. I know mine does. Sure. Like he will bring me breakfast in bed and he will do things for me. So then what makes you a cuck and, and, and not the other men? When he brings you breakfast in bed, if he makes a mistake, do you, do you paddle him? No. Because that happens to me. Oh. Uh, and um, when- like, like, like my eggs are too runny- Get on all fours? That could happen. Wow. That could happen if it's not done properly. Now, of course, uh, Tatiana is is extremely benevolent, uh, but she definitely she definitely exerts punishment here and there. Um, we have a very good communication dynamic. We, we are very able to talk to each other. She gives me chores. She asks me to do things. She demands things of me, and then I do those. Uh, and if she's unhappy with them, we'll have a discussion about it. But yeah. Let's get into the weeds now, shall we? Sure. Did you start out your relationship this way? No. Okay. So is it fair to say that you started out your relationship just like any other vanilla relationship? Yeah. So um, we we are old friends. We've known each other oh. for some time. Uh, we had we had spent a, a long time out of each other's lives, not having talked. Initially, it was everything was normal. And we spent the first several years of our relationship with me thinking that I was on top, that I was the dominant, that I was in charge. And what we found was that we were best friends. Uh, We really liked being around each other. Our relationship overall was very good, but the sex was non-existent. And when it did exist, it was lackluster. We were not doing anything at all outside of the norm, and we weren't talking about what we want. That was 100% my fault. I was convinced that she was vanilla and that if I brought up my kinky side, she would she would struggle with it. Mm. Were you openly kinky in your other marriages? Yes. Oh. Yeah, but not this way, uh, differently. H- how? Uh, I've never been able to admit what I really wanted until Tatiana. What do you really want? 
I want her to have the freedom of her sexual expression. I want her to bring me along uh, on her adventures. I want her to be in charge. I want her to be dynamic and capable and uh, in charge and uh, a positive human in my life. And she is all of those things. She's amazing. But what it boiled down to for me was we were unhappy physically. And I came home one afternoon and said, I don't know what to tell you. Like, this isn't working. Like, I love our relationship. I love our house. I love everything that we're doing. But I think we need to open up the relationship. I think we need to find other people to have sex with because we're just not clicking. Uh, Hold on a second. How did she react to that? Well, first of all, Tatiana is nothing if not um, contemplative. So she didn't blow up. She didn't get uptight. She said, well, let's have a real conversation about exactly what you're talking about. And we started what can only be described as a month's worth of knockdown, drag out conversations about what it would take for us to find happiness as a couple. Now, you have to remember that when I started this conversation with her, I thought she was vanilla. Mm -hmm. I thought she was regular. Regular. Well, okay. So then can I ask you then, so before this, Mm. What kind of sex were you having? Very simple. Well, what is it was simple? very simple. The typical sex you have when you don't tell your partner what you want, right? The 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 standard stuff that everybody does that everybody that everybody kind of responds to. So uh, I'll lick you for a while, then you lick me for a while, then I'll put it in, uh, then I'll make you a sandwich, like like that. Uh, there's a lot of research out there. Esther Perel, in particular, uh, research that says that women get bored easily. And that certainly, I had come out of a relationship where I was very dominant and at a very particular style. And I had been in that relationship for a while. um, And I I tried to transfer that style to the new relationship, but it didn't fit with her. And then she is much more powerful than I am. So it was hard for me to do anything from the top with her. So we ended up in a power struggle. So I heard you talking to Anya and, um, the other day, and I've actually recommended that episode. You're you with her, and her with you. If you really want a female centric view of what this lifestyle is like, those were two really good conversations. Thank you. Um, and for me to understand that I want my wife to be in charge, that was a big step for me. That was hard. For a second, let's go back to your other marriages because you said that you were kinky in those marriages. You were having, and and when you say kinky, what what are you talking about? Like, what kind of things were you doing? My first wife and I, we did a little bit of swinging. Um, oh, it was it was not it was a miserable relationship, and we were just trying to trying to get through it the best we could. Uh, my second marriage was was lovely. She's still a very nice person. I'm sure I haven't talked to her in quite a few years, but she was another person who needed me to take charge. I've spent a lifetime with women who needed me to be on top. Mm-hmm. And it turns out all I've ever really wanted to do was was be on bottom. Okay. So then it's really about, not really about the activity, right? It's it's about the dynamic, the power dynamic that you have with each other. There are a few activities that I like. Well, don't <laughs> hold out on me. I've been asking what kind of kinky so the, things. No, the, 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 you're right. It's the dynamic. It is the power exchange right? Mm -hmm. There is something very sexy about the power exchange. Um, I'll give you an example. Yesterday morning, the weather was very bad here. We were trapped in the house all weekend. And on Sunday morning, she set up a scene where she gave me a spanking, not a punishment spanking, which is different, but this was designed for fun. And 
Um, it was an over the knee spanking and she had a wooden paddle. She had a leather, a leather strap and she spent a good, has to be a half hour just smacking you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and showing me who's boss being completely in control. Uh, the whole time I was wearing a chastity device at the end of that spanking at, after, uh, she had, she had made me wear a, uh, a butt plug and, and and my chastity cage and climb over a knee and she was clothed and I was not. All of that feeds into my need for erotic humiliation. Uh, and then she made me masturbate while she played with the butt plug and smacked my balls with a riding crop. And when I tell you that I, when I came, I screamed and then laughed hysterically. It was just a, a release of endorphins, a release of joy that I can't explain to you. You were euphoric. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and I was in I was in a shaky subspace for a good hour after. We didn't have what anybody would consider traditional sex. Like right. it was, it's it's our version, but it's it's just for me, it hits spots in my brain that nothing else ever has. Well, and other spots of you too. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Uh, okay. You were kinky before. Mm-hmm. Always in control. Finally yep. found a woman who would take control. Power exchange. Would you say then that it's not about someone willing to take that role, but someone who really is that way? Like, this doesn't seem like it can be acted out or forced or invented. The way we do it, you could not, you couldn't pretend. Right. You can't pretend twenty four seven. Nobody can. Right. So she she enjoys this. Oh, just she's as the most. You do. She's the most powerful woman I've ever met. Mm. She's the most powerful woman I've ever met. She is. She. Trust me when I tell you that I I have nothing but love and respect for Tatiana. She's my she's my most favorite human. But we're we're at the point now where uh, she's starting to uh, look at going on dates by herself without me when I'm when I'm home or oh. at work or doing something else where she's going to be on her own, right? Total sexual freedom. She should be able to do that. And I have some misgivings about it. I'm concerned about it. Concerned about her safety. Concerned about whatever. But that's just my ego. Um, and the other day, uh, I looked at her and I said, "How would you react? What would you say?" if I had a hard time when you were out with somebody else on your own. And she looked right at me and she said, I'd remind you that you asked me for this. Me being uptight or upset about how something played out isn't going to help. All we have to do in those situations is communicate how to make sure that those things go better the next time, not litigate the things that went wrong this time. She said all that with one phrase. I will remind you that you want this. She's just really powerful. Yes. You had some swinging experience with your two other marriages. Do yeah. you still do any of that? No. Do you still have any desire to? If you're asking me if I would like to sleep with pretty women besides my wife, the answer is, of course, yes. Uh, who wouldn't? Uh-huh. But I never would. That's not our agreement. That's not our relationship. We have what can only be described as a one-side, open, cuckolding relationship. She right. plays. I don't. Now- when she plays, frequently she will bring me along, and I get to be a participant in some form or another. I like a little of the the, the cleanup and the fluffing and the play, but that's not necessary. That's at, at her discretion. She's the only person for me. Okay. 
for, for our listeners who don't get this, mm-hmm. I have to ask you, if this is about being in a loving marriage and a loving relationship, and you have the desire to be with other women, mm-hmm. why why can't you? I mean, it doesn't sound very loving that you're denied something. Yeah, I, I, I get it. That, but I don't I don't have to justify it to you, right? And I don't have to justify it well, to, to who's ever listening. Right. All I have to do is make my deal with Tatiana and we have it. Now, let me just tell you, I mean this. Anybody who thinks that this relationship is unfair to me doesn't realize the energy and effort she puts in to making me part of it. I'll give you a perfect example. Um, a lot of people in uh, in our lifestyle participate in Locktober. Uh, it's the idea is you everybody locks up their penis for the month of October. It's a it's a challenge. It's thirty one days. It's a long time. I was nervous about it. I had never been in chastity for that kind of time, and I said, "I'm not. I'm really not sure about this." And she said, "Don't you trust me?" And I said, "Of course I trust you." She said, "I promise I'm going to make this fun for you." And then from most of October, she had ideas and games. She took 10 decorative keys and hid them all over the living room, right? If you can find all 10 keys, you get X, Y, and Z. If you can't find all 10 keys, this is the consequence, right? Did you find them? Yes, I did. (laughs) Well, what was X, Y, and Z? What did you get? Uh, I got got free for an hour uh, and I got a release. Which was very nice. No, 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 no. Okay. Which was very nice. She she gave me she gave me a little hand job. It was it was lovely. But the, so you the, got a hand job. Yeah. Okay, and that was enough because you've been locked up for so long. Look, we still have sex. We still make love. We still have oral sex. I certainly give her a lot of oral sex. We do that, but our sexual dynamic for the most part revolves around things other than PIV. She likes really really large men. Mm. And I am not quite so large. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you into the um, small penis humiliation thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she does that. Uh, she's quite good at it, actually. Um, she she prefers larger penises. That she makes that clear, and uh, we she enjoys teasing me about that. And uh, I'm a big fan of erotic humiliation. That's uh, it's new for me to be able to admit that, but mm. it's just I am. Let's get into some of these activities that you say sure. you enjoy. So when she's with other men and you're brought along for the ride, yep. uh, what do you get to do? Well, the, the simple answer is I get mm. to do whatever the hell she tells me to do. What does she so, tell you to do? The last time we had an event, uh, we went to the gentleman's house. She and I work very different schedules. And I got a text from her while I was at work. I need you to stop on your way home and buy condoms. Oh, When I got home, she said, you are going to fix me a drink and you may have one because you're driving. I am going to see my friend. Right now, what I need you to do is to get caged. And then she went into the bathroom. So I went to the other room. I put on my chastity device. I returned to the door of the bathroom where I got on my knees. I knocked on the door and I held the key up over my head. She opened the door, took the key, and closed the door. About an hour and a half later, we drove up to his house. We went inside. Before we, before we left the house, she said to me, and this was, this was so much fun, she, she looked me in the eye and she said, now tell me, why should I let you come in with me? Why shouldn't I just make you sit in the car? 
And I'm telling you, I did some pretty fast thinking. And what I said was, mistress, if you invite me in, I may be of service. If you don't, I can't possibly help you. Mm. And it worked. I got inside. Mm. So they started to make out. She made she made me um, give him a blowjob while they were making out to get him ready. And then she ordered me into other positions. Uh, they went into the bedroom. I was clearly locked, as I told you. At one point, she held the chastity key, the key to my chastity device over his penis and said, should I leave it with him? Uh, that kind of thing. At one point, she had to call me back into the room they were making love in because, or they were having sex in, because I had left the room to go back into the room we started in to fold his clothes. Oh. Because he had left them on the floor, and I, I, didn't, want, I didn't want that to, I wanted to take care of that, because that's my, my love language is acts of service. Uh, are you bisexual? Yes. Did she know this before you guys uh, married? Yeah, I had told her. Um, so I'm I'm bisexual but hetero romantic. I'm less likely to be interested in a man romantically than I am in a penis physically. Right. Okay. So you're Does interested? Yes, of course. You're interested. Just it's just for the sex. Yeah. You like the activities. Right. So then, when you're uh, fluffing the bowl for her, I mean, you get something out of it because you enjoy that, right? No, very much. Yeah. I, I enjoy. Plus, there's a there's a an erotic humiliation to being ordered to do that thing, which Every every guy my age grew up thinking if you ever do that, that's all you'll ever be, mm. right? Mm-hmm. There's and I, of course I don't have those feelings anymore. To be forced to do that, to be to be to be made to do that by my wife in that situation creates an erotic moment that I, I can't explain. I, it's really it's sure. it's very submissive and it's a it's a huge turn on. Right. Okay. Uh, do you have fantasies that you guys haven't uh, fulfilled yet? Yeah, we're we're we're, we're just getting started. I mean. As we approach this, um, I'm very careful not to have specific ideas of what I want because she's in charge. Right. Either I can tell her what what I want her to do while she's in charge or I can let her be in charge. Like I have a tendency to talk from the bottom. One of the things I'm working on now more than anything else, like I said, is flattening my ego. My ego that could prevent her from doing the things that she wanna do because she's that she wants to do because she's afraid of hurting my feelings. So mm. So I've talked to other cucks and they describe this process in which they will kind of check in with each other to make sure that everything is still okay. And you guys are fairly new in mm-hmm. this dynamic, yet it sounds like you guys are like balls to the wall. This is the way it's going to be. There's really no checking in. So we have a written out contract that requires, and our contract is more about communication than it is anything else. Everything in our contract goes back to, if this happens, we will have a conversation. Generally speaking, Lena, in our 24-7 TPE, those conversations go the way she wants them to go. So we do have set aside time once a quarter where we have 50-50 conversations. We can conceivably break out of this. I have safe words. I have there are a million ways that I can I can change the dynamic. So pulling away from the, the kind of the 24-7, the power dynamic thing that you guys have going on, let's talk about the sex that you're having because, sure. I mean, are you still having good sex? Oh, God, it's, it's, so, it's so much better now. It is so much better now. Like, but we, is it any different? Like, activity-wise, is oh, it? Oh, absolutely. Different? Once we opened up to the idea that she needs, uh, she needs larger phalluses, she needs a larger penis. All of a sudden, the world became uh, a royster. There was a million other things we could do. 
So we have uh, strap-ons that I can wear and we have sleeves that go over and we have started to do extensions. And of course, now we're looking for other people to bring in people who actually have larger penises. Wait, what's an extension? So you wear it like a condom. Oh. At the end of it's like a dildo, so it makes your penis bigger. Oh, so it's a, okay. It's an elongator. Extension, yeah. So that, you know, so that she'll know that I'm there. And Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. Your other wives, did they complain that you were too small? No, but th- I, I mean, we didn't have those kind of conversations really. And we were swinging. So they got what they needed elsewhere. And Elsewhere. Oh, yeah. okay. So like I, I you know, never even thought about it. Uh, she has a, a myriad of vibrators. We do a lot of uh, hand jobs or pegging or uh, those other things to please me. Okay. So you enjoy the pegging. <laughs> yep. And um, when you're when you're wearing these other things so that you can please her, does mm-hmm. it please you? I'm not oh, talking yeah. in your head. I mean physically. No, no. Well, look, physically, like, so the the sleeve that I wore yesterday has uh, a hole, so you can put I can put my penis right inside it, and the whole thing vibrates. Mm-hmm. So when I'm allowed to do it that way, sure, that feels great. Uh, yesterday mm-hmm. I was all caged up, so I like it was over the cage, so there was. You know, oh. nothing. What it does do is it, it provides us with options that will make her happy when we don't have time to bring somebody else in or to go to a hotel or to for her to do her hair or whatever. So Within all of this, you guys are still making sure that when you do have sex, mm. you're getting the kind of sex that you want. Not only, not only that, but we've mm-hmm. never been closer. There is nothing like sharing your deepest, darkest secrets with another human being to make you closer to them. It's informed and improved and built our relationship. And so the sex that we're having now is so much deeper and so much more intimate because we're getting exactly what we want. You know, ever since we started, uh, ever since I started talking to more cuckold couples, I get a lot of questions from men who I think are on the spectrum. Mm. They think they are, but they really don't know like how to get it. If you're in a relationship right now, you have these deep, dark desires. Yep. You, you're probably a cop. Yep. Like, how do you approach that? Well, it's, it's, it's a complicated conversation. There's no question about it. You'll never get it if you don't ask for it. There are very few women out there thinking, you know, I bet if I told him I wanted to fuck Bob, he'd let me. Like that just doesn't, women just don't think that way, at least not on on the large scale. You have to have the conversation. There are all sorts of great female produced resources out there. Uh, you've done some great shows. I, I specifically dropped into a group chat, your podcast with Anya and Anya's podcast with you. Anya, Tatiana, Scarlett, Venus, you, these are women who are talking about this lifestyle in a way that, that, that lifts women, that puts women in charge in the driver's seat. Men need to approach this from a, this this would be good for you because it would be good for you and not, this would be good for you because then you'll be my kink dispenser. So if you if you want to be a cuck, you have to put her first. That's, that's who we are. This isn't about being weak. This is, do you have any idea how strong you have to be to hold your wife's legs open for another man? That, weak guys don't do that. No. Right? Weak guys throw jealous fits and freak out when their wife doesn't come home at exactly the time she said, strong guys don't do that. Actually, the question is, are you strong enough to be a cuck? I, I say that all the time. There are people who say, oh, I really want to do this. I'm like, you have no idea how hot it is. You, you have no idea how difficult it is when the person that you love the most in the world is out on a date with another man who is physically superior to you in a lot of ways. 
weak guys can't handle that. You can find him on Twitter. He's at the underscore hopeful cook. Next time on Consenting Adults, I have found yet another ever so rare unicorn. And this one is out with her identity. Whatever it was, I was into it at the moment. And I thought, oh, it'd be fun if she joined. So I kissed her and played with her a little bit. And she said, no, 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 I really want to watch you with my husband. The jealousy and watching him and him talking about how much he's enjoying experiencing whatever we were doing together. And I was so intrigued. I thought, oh, this would be so many women's worst nightmare. That's next time on Consenting Adults.